0: friends and welcome back to Girl on Fire, the financial independence podcast for independent women. My name is Priya. I'm a chartered accountant, and analyst and the creator of Paper Money Co. I'm also a fierce financial feminist and the host of this podcast. I believe that a woman who is in control of her money is in control of her life. This week, we're talking about ways that you can practice financial self-care. It's like a face mask and bubble bath for your finances. I actually wrote an article on Thrive Global last year about this, and I thought it would be a fun topic to share on the podcast. Self-care is a big topic these days, and it looks different for everyone. I like to define self-care as anything that allows me to feel more like me. And for me, that means journaling, reading, playing with my plush toys. Yes, I'm a grown woman with more plushy friends than human ones. It's also chocolate and Chinese food and a warm blanket on a rainy or cozy day, or maybe it's a Zumba workout and new beauty products. But none of those things that we do for our self-care are really going to make us feel better if we're constantly stressing and worrying about money. And that's why this week we're talking about financial self-care. It's like taking your money to a day spa. But before we get started, I want to remind you to head to my website, papermoneycode.com forward slash start investing to download your free copy of my investing starter guide, which is back by popular demand. It's totally free. You just need to enter in your email address and I'll send it straight to your inbox. It gives you a step by step plan to follow to get your finances ready to start investing, including working with a budget, building an emergency fund and paying off debt. The sooner you can get your foundation set and get those good money management practices in place, the sooner you can start investing and building your wealth. If you're really serious about learning to master your money, then it's the perfect guide for you and I'd hate for you to miss out on it. As always, Girl on Fire is about learning, so grab your favorite notebook or journal and get ready to take some notes or draw some diagrams, write down your questions for me, you do you. If you listen to this show while doing other stuff, or you can't find a pen, then you can always find the transcript on my website at papermoneyco.com forward slash gof52. Okay, let's dive in. First up, I want to talk about why financial self-care is important. It's not eating well or getting enough sleep or moving your body, but it matters just as much because our finances can be a huge source of stress and anxiety for us. Not only that, but having healthy finances allows us to take care of ourselves in other ways as well. Money may not buy happiness, but it does buy everything else. Everything from luxurious holidays to a healthy meal to a day out with friends to a therapy session. And I think that it's super important, especially for millennials, because we came of age during the global financial crisis in 2008. We saw what happened to people. Good, honest, hard-working people losing their jobs, losing their homes. And we saw it again when the pandemic started. Financial stress is all around us. And you know that I'm not going to sit here telling you to turn to BS affirmations like you're some money magnet and the stress will melt away. No, the universe isn't going to make your problems go away. But there are things you can do to work on your finances and alleviate some of that stress. So let's talk about ways you can start practicing financial self-care. The first tip I have for you is to practice gratitude for what you already have. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm all for being ambitious and aiming for more. In fact, I encourage it. I encourage you to have goals for your life and by extension for your finances. Because being grateful for what you have doesn't mean that you can't want more for your life. But having gratitude for what you do have helps put things in perspective. It reminds you that things really could be worse. And even though you're stressed and struggling, there are still some good things in your life. Especially because when you're working on big long-term goals like early retirement or starting a business or buying a home, it's easy to get lost in the weeds. You get stuck on the hamster wheel of working and saving and investing and working some more. So taking the time to practice some gratitude helps you slow down and enjoy the moment you're in and live the life you're living now. So taking the time to practice some gratitude helps slow you down and enjoy the moment you're in and the life you're living now, even while you continue to build the life you want. On to tip number two, give yourself the freedom to spend money. You know, I hate judgmental meddling disguised as financial advice that tells you that you shouldn't be spending money. Spend money if you want to, just be responsible about it. And I really think that when you keep denying something you want, you're just making yourself miserable. It's just like swearing off chocolate for a year because you quote unquote shouldn't eat too much sugar. If you have a goal that you're determined to reach and giving up chocolate is part of that, then that's one thing. But if you're giving up chocolate because of something you think you're supposed to do or because of something some influencer tells you to do, then your heart really isn't in it. And that's just going to make you miserable because it's not worth it. And the same goes for spending money. If not spending money is your choice and it genuinely comes from what you want, then go for it. But if it costs you your happiness, then it's not worth it. If you want to spend money, then do it. But plan for it. Budget for it. Create a sinking fund for fun money. Put some money into it every time you get paid and spend it because you want to. Without judgment, without internet side eye, without guilt, you're not a child. You don't need anyone's permission to live life on your terms. You just have to make it happen for yourself. Tip number three is to face your fears and conquer those mofos. I'm not a brave person. I'm afraid of everything, but I try really hard not to let that stop me from going after what I want. And I encourage you to take the same approach with your finances. Burying your head in the sand and avoiding the problem isn't going to fix it. You need to face it and take action and fix it yourself. And no, that's not easy. It's hard and I'm not going to sugarcoat that, but nothing in this life that is truly worth it is going to be that easy. And you are capable of doing hard things. You just have to take the first step. So if you're stressing about how much you spend, start a budget and spend your money on paper before you spend it in real life. If you're scared that the next dead car battery is going to lead to more debt, set up an emergency fund and start saving up for it. If you're anxious about how much debt you've accumulated, write it all out on paper, get it all in front of your face. How much debt do you have? And then make a plan to start paying it off dollar by dollar. The point I'm trying to make here is that doing nothing isn't going to serve you or make you feel better. And it sure as hell is not going to make the problem go away. You're not going to achieve these goals overnight, but you're doing something. You're taking action and that's the best thing you can do. Next up is tip number four, set clear and achievable goals. I've said this many times before, but life goals are also money goals because you need money for pretty much everything you want in life and everything that matters to you. And yes, it's great to set goals because it gives you something to work towards. It gives you motivation and drive but it's also important to do it the right way. And what I mean by that is two things. One, be clear about what you want. Don't be vague, don't be coy, don't be shy. It's your life. Ask for what you want and don't be embarrassed by it. You don't have to tell every person you ever meet what your goals are. These can stay totally personal if you want them to. But don't lie to yourself about what you want. The more clear your vision, the more actionable it will be, And the more motivating it will be, the more determined you'll be. Be specific about what you want and especially the dollar amounts your goal is going to require. And two, make sure your goal is realistic and achievable. I'm not telling you to water down your big dreams. I'm telling you to make sure it's something you can realistically expect to achieve. Because setting a goal that you can't reach is just setting yourself up for feeling like a failure and being miserable. And another thing. Also, make sure that your goals aren't too big for your budget. I would love to take a three-month vacation in Europe every year, but I can't afford that. And I also can't take time off work like that. Don't set yourself up to fail. Don't set yourself up to take on more debt than you can afford or spend more than you have. That's just inviting more stress and anxiety into your life. And the last tip I have for you is to create a will and update your beneficiaries. No one likes talking about what's going to happen when they die, but it'll happen to all of us eventually. And especially if you have young kids, it's important to make sure they're taken care of if anything happens to you. That's one less thing to worry about, which means you can spend more time just enjoying your life. And that's all I have for you girls on fire today. My challenge for you this week is to pick one of these financial self-care tips and try putting it into practice. On next week's episode, we're talking about why it's so hard for women to get rich, even in 2022. It's going to be a really interesting episode, so you're definitely not going to want to miss it. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast at papermoneycode.com forward slash podcast review. It really helps me figure out whether you're enjoying this content and learning from it. Reviews help me improve my content so that the episodes get better and better, and they help other women out in the internet wilderness come and find us as well. It's also a great way to support this show. It's totally free and I love reading your reviews. As always, if you enjoyed this episode or found it interesting, then spread the love and share it with your friends. And remember, when you're in control of your money, you're in control of your life.